Hi. We're back with this is episode seven. It is. Reason I'm doing this thing. I know, right? People always ask us, like, what's the cutoff? Like, when do we know? Like, do we do a certain amount? I'm like, no, we just kind of have a feeling. It's usually when we get too busy to record. We kind of just like, all right, that's it for the season. That's it. That's it. After, you know, we give you quality stuff and then we just like, okay. Yeah. The ancestors tell us. It's like seasoning on your chicken. Exactly. The ancestors tell you it's time to stop. Take Can't a break. Don't put too much on it. Don't put too much. How, how have you been? Well, you probably can hear that I'm sick again. I don't know. Uh, I just, at first I was like, something is wrong. Like, why am I always sick? And then I went to the doctor, which, going to the doctor, which I go to a nurse practitioner. Mm-hmm. I went to a new nurse practitioner. Doing any of that nowadays is such a chore because it's like, it's such an assembly line and it gets on my nerves. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was just like, you know, we've been in mass for almost three years. She was like, your body, which I knew this, your body's not accustomed to getting, like, I never used to get sick. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, with COVID, we were in mass. So mm-hmm. our immune system, you know, was diminished. And so now I'm trying to build my, build my immune system back up, but I'm catching everything. Oh. And I can't even say it's just from flying because I really thought that since I took a year off from flying, that when I went back, that I was going to get a, a sinus infection like I did when I first started flying four years ago. Mm-hmm. And I didn't. That didn't happen when I first started. Because I've been back. It's about to be two years next month that I've been back flying. Mm-hmm. Like you know, mm-hmm. since I took that long break. Mm-hmm. And I've been getting sick for the last year of it. So the first year, I didn't even get sick. Because we were in mass. Mm, gotcha. And then, you know, we come out of mask, and I'm getting sick from everything. But it's funny because, so I was just in Dublin. I did an um, international trip, and I brought Fred and my mom with me. Wow. So we were sleeping in a hotel room, and I'm sick as a dog. Like, it hit me while we was on a layover. We were out bipping and bopping and stuff. We went back to the room. I woke up in the middle of the night, couldn't breathe, couldn't do nothing, like sneezing, coughing, blowing my nose, like trying not to blow it too hard so my ear don't stop up because then I got to still work the flight that morning back to Atlanta. And if anybody has ever been sick, and flew on an airplane, you know the pain that I'm talking about. It's my eardrum has ruptured twice. Yes, my, my same eardrum, the same right eardrum has ruptured twice from being sick flying on a plane with the pressure changes. Oh my goodness. Um, so I've actually gone to like an ENT to consult about surgery and stuff. I don't really wanna pay $3,000 when it took on my brain, but at this point I'm getting like, mm-hmm. I'm sick of the sinus infections, mm-hmm. I'm tired. But I said all that to say that neither one of them are sick. So I felt like it was safe for me to come out the house today. I've been at home since Tuesday yeah, um, yeah. and I've been taking my medicine. So I feel like I won't get anybody else sick. I think it's just me and my immune system. It's just not where yeah, it should be. I've been eating healthy for the past three weeks. I've been working out for the past you three weeks. You have been working out. I didn't fell off. And I'm like, girl, I'm about to lose these gains. <laughs> Dang. But, How was Ireland? Yeah. How yeah. was that? It was, it was nice. Um, so it's funny. And don't think I'm bougie for, for what I'm about to say. But there are some trips that you need multiple days, oh. and there are some trips where 24 hours is enough. And Dublin was one of those 24 hours. Is Why? Enough. Yeah, me and Fred said the same thing because it was like, you know, we always try to think of these places to go on our, like, we try to sometimes do two countries a year. Um, but if we can't, we'll do one big vacation like we did mm-hmm. multiple parts of the south of France. Mm-hmm. Um, we always want to think of places we want to go where we want to spend more days there. Mm-hmm. And so when we went to Dublin, we was like, this was good for 24 hours because I, I normally don't work international trips because I'm like 24 hours in a whole nother country. Like I don't, that's too short. Like I don't want right. to do that, but Dublin was perfect for just a little layover. We got there at like 
nine in the morning on Labor Day. Okay. And we weren't scheduled to leave. Pickup was like nine in the morning on Tuesday. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. So we got there good enough time mm-hmm. to go out all day. We actually didn't even get out till like four. We went in the room, went to sleep, got out about four, bar hopped, dinner, wow. started feeling bad. So we went to the room. We all were tired again. So we went to sleep and then up bright and early. Sick How was the weather there? Like, was it cold? Or? No, it wasn't. Oh. It was uh, like high 60s. Okay. okay. So we ended up, I actually wore a sweater dress, but sandals. So it was gotcha. kind of yeah. in that in between. It uh-huh. felt. It felt actually felt really good for it to be in the sixties. Usually, I'm cold in the sixties. That's so neat. Yeah. Dublin. Yeah, wow. it's different. It's which we didn't like venture out far. We went to like the touristy part. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of walking, gotcha. shops, gotcha. bars. Of course, whiskey is a big thing over there, so we just kept drinking whiskey. But wow. It was nice. It was nice for a layover because I had never been. Um, I haven't worked an international trip in about a year and a half. Okay. Okay. Actually, I can't even. Yeah, no. Two and a half. Was it May? Was it last? I feel like it was a year and a half. It was last May. Gotcha. I worked, but I normally don't like working them. Um, so I try to get my my little countries in on vacation. But it was nice to do. I don't have to go back. No, <laughs> That's good. Look, no, the I people were nice. Okay. They were very nice. People boarding the plane were nice. When we were there, they were nice. Do they have those, do they have like thick accents like those? I don't know why they they talk like lepre, like the leprechaun. Irish, yeah. Okay, they do talk. Yeah, okay, I was accents. like, I didn't want to say I'm ignorant. Yeah. But I'm like, okay. The Irish have thick. Um, it's funny because Irish and Scottish people have different accents, uh-huh. um, but you really like from us, we can't tell like. Uh-huh. But they do. They have different accents, and I kind of heard some people sounding kind of Scottish, and I'm like, maybe they're Scottish, maybe they're not Irish. I don't know, but yeah, they do have. A wee bit, that's the, that kind of stuff. That's what they say. Like it's true. <laughs> wow, <Yeah>. that's <laughs> yeah. so deep. I always love hearing about your adventures and your excursions <laughs> during your travels. Well, life for me has been lifing, but in a good way. Oh, that's good. But I will tell, I don't like you know I don't deal with the retrograde and all this other stuff like that. And I, you know, zodiacs and stuff like that is funny. But a lot of people have been having me fucked up. Oh. Yeah. I mean, family, friends, and I'm talking about my close people like that know me. Like they, they've been putting a lot of dip on their chip, and I really think I'm like I read up on the little retrograde thing. I was like, I think this shit may be true. I just need to stay off people because I don't know. <sighs> I don't know why, but everything else has been good. My personal life is exceptional. It's okay. just stuff dealing with family. Okay. Family been family. I saw your aunt. Her picture. She looked beautiful. You know, she posted her picture. Uh, what did she say? Thank you. She looked gorgeous. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Were people mad that she posted it or something? No. Well, no, no, no. She And she's doing better. Yeah. She's doing better. She's starting the uh, physical therapy where they got her in the little um, slings and things, walking. Okay. And, of course, diction and all of this other stuff. It's uh, slowly but slowly but surely getting better so it's it's really nice yeah. she still got that personality she still got all of this other stuff and blase blase and whoop de and all this so it's i mean still looking at a miracle so yeah. it's nice yeah it's nice it's nice and the little 
waiting until she lied to me, it look good. Yeah. It she, looks good. She look good. <laughs> she look well, good. if you say she look good, she look good. Because <laughs> I say, I was like, I maybe I'm biased because I'm just. Well, you're used to her being all done up. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she, I mean, she didn't have a whole lot of, she had lipstick on. She did. You know, she look good. Good. Oh, that, makes <laughs> that makes me happy. But yeah, other than that, everything has been good. So I guess we'll hop into the little strawberry letters. I didn't, um. I, of course, you know, I like to surprise you. Yeah. I like to weed through them, but, you know, it's not nothing too, too much these, these times. So we'll just hop right into it. <laughs> okay. It's a little cutie. All right. Um, this says, I love Afterpay and I don't know what people, I don't know why people belittle installment payments. Y'all reach for any and everything these days. So how do you feel about the Klarna's? And the afterpays and the stuff like that. Like, I personally don't use them, and I'm going to tell you why. It's no shade to anybody who does. I don't want to see multiple amounts coming out of my account at different times. Like, if I'm going to pay for something, take it out at one time. I don't want to see you in two weeks taking no money. I now forgot what I'm paying for. That's true. I can't. I, I don't operate like that. I get even people, they be like, yeah, I got money, but I'll still use Carter to break it down or whatever. That, that's your prerogative. Me personally, Get that hundred and fifty dollars on the front end, and don't be charging me no sixteen ninety five every two weeks. I ain't got time for this. But she said people be little. Like why? I I didn't know people be so, little. Well, like, I think that's why I said no shade if you do, because a lot of people think that oh well, you really ain't got the money if you got to break it down in multiple payments. Got you. Yeah, that's that's how people shade other they like oh you really ain't got the money for that if you got to break it down so you got to it's and it's like literally every two gotcha. weeks so you're gonna paycheck every two weeks and paying 16 dollars okay you know I, or however you know much you're paying but yeah i mean and it's economy if you want to break the shit down then break it down i didn't think it was like a you know oh you know let me have my food stamp i'm in, i'm ashamed type of thing yeah it's all, i feel like that's always been a thing though like it okay you know just Mind you, we're in an economy now where we all need to be exactly. I'm like, can we do this shit for rent? No, seriously. <laughs> no. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that's that's where it's going. Where people will literally shade somebody because it's like, well, if you really can't afford it to buy it at one time, then do you really need it? And I, I kind of understand that aspect of mm-hmm. it because it's like, is it really something that right. you need? Right. But that's how I am as a person. Like, if I am dying to have it. Right. I'll buy it. Right. If I'm thinking about it, like, girl, okay, then I will go and put stuff in a car and abandon the car. I would not yeah. even, because I'm just the type of person where I'm either going to spend $500 at one time or no money at all. Right. There's no in between. Yeah. So I'm not going to go buy stuff and continue doing these after paying Klarna payments and it's constantly money. Like, if you if you got multiple Klarnas and afterpays and they equaling up to the the amount that you would have spent on it, just buying it all at one time. It's like, what's, what's the point in that? But I, I think it kind of relates to the question of how you try to trick people and say, would you take 100,000 pennies or, yeah, you know, $100,000, whatever the question may be. Yeah, or would you take you. $2 million right now or $20,000 a month for this long? That's like, it's, it's one of those, it's just a, a personality trait almost. It's like... Are you a, what's it called? Oh, uh, gratification. Instant gratification. Mm-hmm. Is that your thing? Or, or can you wait longer for something? Or can you take a big sum now and then not worry about it later? It's just right, differences in people. 
Yeah, because I'm like, you're going to, and my thing is, do you pay more, when you break it down, are you paying more? Like, do they add interest or something? It's supposed, to, I think it's supposed to be a no interest type thing. And then it's like, what if the people, this is my thing though, what if you don't have, what if you don't have the money? Like they, you buy it, you make the first payment, they ship it. What happens if they like. If you don't have the money? Right. I have no idea. Hmm. I don't know. Cause I I'm like, be... did your shit go to collections? Like, I don't know. Right. You better go to collections over this cheap ass she and shit. And all this <laughs> I'm not, I don't, but yeah, I mean, I ain't got no problem, but yeah, it does make sense. Cause you are paying for it over time. Like, why not just pay for it all at once? But if you want to do yeah, I Cause I've been to forget about this shit and I don't, I don't, yeah. Just like Apple could come get, well, I don't do Apple anymore. I mean, I don't have an Apple payment anymore, but, and I was on the student account. So it was five forty six. It actually went up to like six or seven dollars before I uh, jumped on a family plan. But they get that little money out, and I'd be like, Lord. <laughs> and not, and it's not to say it wasn't in there, but it's just like, Lord, another. Yeah. That's why I say I can't pay for another TV subscription. Yeah. Yeah. I am so yeah. tired. We done all lost Ooh. Peacock. Everybody, Ooh. everybody got Xfinity, so everybody done lost Peacock, and we all mad about it. But one <laughs> thing we ain't finna do is go and uh, get a Peacock account because y'all have nickel and dime. These two ninety nines and one ninety nines and five ninety nines and seventeen ninety nines and Netflix. Y'all have worn us out, okay? <laughs> and that's the reason why I can't do Klarna and Afterpay. I'm so sick of the ninety nines and the coming out every. Two I'm sick of it. You know what? You got a point. I'm sick of it. Cause I'm like I'm doing away with cable and the shit that the little apps and stuff that I got. I'm like I'm. Might as well have cable. Of. You might as well. You didn't pay two ninety nine for each different service, and you and some different. You can't even watch Candy the new movie. Sure Man, mind you, it's Todd movie. Let me give him his credit. Todd's movie, cause anybody got Peacock. It. I haven't seen it, cause anybody got Peacock no more. I heard it was good. I ain't surprised. They said Drew did good though. I, I mean, I, I so root for her. Do you? And I don't know why. She the underdog, cause I don't. I don't root for her. <laughs> but is she the underdog though? I'm like. So I have not seen her uh, run on Black, uh, not Black Housewives, The Real Housewives, but I don't know. I feel like when I, Drew Sedora, she was on um, The Game. The Game. Mm -hmm. I really liked her. Mm. Mm. Yes, One of the, okay. Not, well. I've never just been, I think she, she maybe is an underdog. Like, do I think she can sing? I think she can hold a note. Oh, I ain't know the bitch. I thought she acted. Both. She, she said she was a child star. Um, she sings. She acts. Wow. Yeah. I, wow. Yeah. Whoa, okay. Yeah. I just don't see it for her at all. I just. <laughs> Every day. Every... I, don't, I, don't now, I did not it. know that. For, that did kind of, okay. That's kind of cringy a little bit. Yeah, she can hold a note. It reminds me of Candace from Potomac. Like, okay, y'all can hold a note, but. You don't have that it factor. You're so. not going to be selling out stadiums, okay? Not even selling out lounges. No. Okay. Oh, I ain't. I feel like I ain't okay. Uh, truth is bless her heart, but I had, I heard it was like a good Tubi movie. Maybe I don't even watch those. Me either, but I seen the memes or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. They could at least I saw one today. They could at least cook the bacon. They had some raw bacon on the plate. Somebody <laughs> was bringing somebody breakfast in bed, and the bacon was raw. I like that. You, you ain't lying. Oh, I mean the quad like they just okay. They just shoot them <laughs> with like iPhones and just send it to just up. Okay, gotcha. Okay, mm, okay. Okay, well, the next one. All right, my friend and I have been besties for years. She's having a baby, and the situation isn't ideal, but she's financially stable, so she'll be all right. 
I often think about how our dynamic will change. We never talk about how it is for the friend who watches everyone get married and have kids. What are y'all thoughts? Okay, so this is the friend, and she's kind of in her feelings because she watches all her friends have kids and she mm -hmm. hasn't had kids. Mm -hmm. But in saying that, the situation that her that this lady's in that's having a baby is not ideal for her to be having a baby. In. Mm -hmm. So basically, she's judging because she doesn't get to have kids. Why does this girl get to have kids? Um. So I took it as. Boom, me and you are friends. Mm -hmm. We just lightly gagging. I'm out doing my thing, whatever. I'm not, um, I guess I, when she says ideal in quotations, she's not, um, she's not married or maybe they're not together or maybe the niggas. I don't know, but I took it as we friends. I like, we singing, we live in a single high life or whatever. I'm doing my thing. I got my shit together financially, all this stuff like that. I'm pregnant and I'm keeping it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay. I didn't know you, you know. So I guess she's so, saying but, but their the dynamic will change. Okay, uh, let me read it. Dyna <laughs> I often think about how our dynamic will change. We never talk about how it is for the friend who watches everyone get married and have kids. What are y'all thoughts? What are, what are your thoughts? Shit. Well, I mean, about? I feel like that last part kind of negates everything else that the, the question okay. was because it's about. like you're really in a space where you want kids. Okay. Um, and you're the friend who watches. It's just like when people say, oh, I get to be a bridesmaid, but I haven't been a bride. Like mm -hmm. I watched all mm -hmm. my friends get married or I watched all my friends have kids and, and those are things I want. So why is it never my turn? Right. I feel like that's where the question goes mm -hmm. because it's like, you. it's kind of backhanded to say that her situation is ideal because what about the friend Ooh. that watches everybody else have kids? Talk about it. <laughs> so what are your thoughts? about well so for one it's good that she knows well she may not know i kind of get people to benefit of the doubt when mm -hmm. i shouldn't but for you to openly say that statement of what about the people the people who don't get what they want mm -hmm. or the friend that's mm -hmm. not that's watching everybody get mm -hmm. and i had this conversation with one of my friends a couple weeks ago um and she was just like you know it's really sad when all of your friends are married um, and you can't even find a good guy to date. Like you try to date and they turn out to be, you know, fuck boys mm -hmm. or just not great caliber men. And she was like, what about, like, I've always wanted marriage. She's like, I'm getting to the age where it may not be safe for me to have kids. So I have to think about that. Like it, it saddens me. And you know, I'm not the friend that knows what to say in yeah. that situation because yeah. I'm not the friend that go is not, that doesn't, that feels that way. Mm -hmm. Like if I have kids, if I have them, if I don't, I don't like, right. I'm okay either way. Right. Um, and I'm also never the type that's like, Oh my God, everybody's getting married. But I will say that I try to put myself in people's shoes because I did understand her when she said that now you have nobody to hang out with. Yeah. Because all of your friends are married. Yeah. They're hanging out with their, you know, their yeah. husbands yeah. and they're not doing too many girls nights and you're the only single friend. So I kind of, you know, put myself in her place and mm -hmm. tried to understand that because all of my friends are gay guys. Like right. ain't none of us in that relationship. True. Ain't none of us having no baby. True. So it's like, I don't feel like I'm going to lose my friendships and be able to hang out with my friends. So I don't think about the world that way. Gotcha. Um, so I kind of feel where she's coming from. Like, what about the friend that's watching everybody else have babies? Yeah. I do feel bad for people that really, really want kids that um, that feel that way. But it's not okay to backhand compliment well, a friend about her situation not being ideal right. because you're missing out 
or not missing out because right. you haven't had a child yet. That's very backhanded. And then it's like, it's not ideal. Like, what's ideal yeah. these days? Like, is so there ever an like, ideal situation it, to have it's, kids? Right. It's yeah. subjective because mm -hmm. clearly if she's stable, like she said she is, she chose to have this baby. So, mm -hmm. like, maybe it's not ideal for her. Like she said, she wants to be married and have kids or I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I know dynamics change. Like, say, for instance, when friends get married or when friends get kids. But I think, like, for me, like, I have been on, like, my sisters and I are, like, really close. When my big sister got married, I think, and, like, in my 20s, I think I was probably in, I don't know, like, maybe eight fucking weddings. I was just saying, <laughs> and, you know, once you get 25, 28, I had those feelings. Like, dang, like, when is it going to happen for me? I'm mm -hmm. in everybody's wedding and stuff like that. But now I've grown to be like, okay, this is just another way to love people. Mm -hmm. Because... We're growing. She has an extension of love, her husband or the kids that my friends have brought in the picture and stuff like that. And right, like time doesn't, you know, I have more time and more flexibility with my time. They have obligations and priorities and their, you know, their stuff has shifted. Mm -hmm. Whereas it's like, okay, you know, I don't, I don't think I felt, well, I did have though in my 20s, I did have those thoughts of like, dang, like, okay, so what does this mean for us? Mm -hmm. Because how do I show up for you in this season? How do you show up for me in this season? Because I can call you and we can go at a three o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. She can't get up off her husband and do this. Or, you know, mm -hmm. just even, I mean, just, you know, going over their houses and like gossiping, mm -hmm. like gossiping, like how we, yeah. you know, talk. Of course, you know, your husbands or whatever, they know. I'm not saying you need to change for your spouse or anything like that. But, you know, friendships, you know, you have those things. Whereas, mm -hmm. you know, some things are sacred between you and your husband. Some things right. you may do, you know, you might not want to do in front of your, not may not care to expose in front of your partner. So mm -hmm. I went through those, but I'm like, I think as I've grown up, I'm like, this is just a different way to love them. Because mm -hmm. life changes. Yeah. Can't, we can't be the same forever. And even if you are single, so to this, uh, to to homegirl and stuff like that, like, I mean, talk, talk to your friend. She's still a woman. She's just mm -hmm. about to be a mom now. Mm -hmm. And things will change, but it's like, you know, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't really know the solution because I always try to think of like, what can I say to somebody that's, that feels like that? Mm -hmm. um, just because I, I don't know that feeling. But I did. It's funny. I thought about this to myself earlier. Um, so this is the longest I've been single mm -hmm. and I'm going on five years. Mm -hmm. And um, growing up, I had a lot of responsibility for other people, like mm. for my brother and stuff. And so, and then as soon as that was over, I got married. Mm. And so now I had another responsibility of, you know, another person and being respectful mm. and, you know, making sure that I wasn't just thinking for myself, like just a lot of responsibility for mm. a very long time in my life. Mm. And so then, you know, once I got a divorce, now I've been single for five years. I'm like, God has given me time to just be like, That's girl, fine. just worry about you. That's like it. you, and I'm comfortable. Don't get me wrong. I'm so comfortable being single. Mm. I'm afraid that I'm going to be too comfortable mm -hmm. when the person comes around that's what I'm scared of I'm not scared of like you know oh my god I'm never gonna get ma married again or I'm never gonna have like that's not my ministry mine is that Lord now it's been a, it's been a while and I love being just Man. me so when you send this and I just think that he you know he gives us these spaces in our life mm -hmm. where you know we think we're missing something yeah. but mm. And when the thing happens and we go back and look, we like, that was preparation. Yes. Like every, every season in your life is preparation for the next season. So like when we feel like we're lacking something in one season, we just need to realize that that's preparation for going into the next season of our lives because it's constantly mm -hmm. going to change. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have kids and a husband to worry about right now, thank God that you have this time to just 
worry about you. And it's more than just working on yourself. It's more than just, oh, I want to be a better person for my spouse when he comes along. Realizing that I can walk around my house and not worry about a nigga's drawers laying on the floor. And he didn't put them, it, like he laid them on the floor next to the laundry basket. Like, you don't got to worry about that. You know what I mean? Like Ooh, I almost got up and ran around the <laughs> studio. Oh, just, my goodness. And so, I mean, I, I guess all in all, the, the situation is happiness is about what you have now. Mm -hmm. You'll never be happy because, worrying about what you don't have. Ooh. So if you want to be happy in your season, you have to be thankful for the things that you have That's currently. Like, true. you know, That's I got true. great friends. I get to run up and down the street to Atlanta whenever I get ready. <laughs> if I'm if I'm tired of them, I can come home. and ain't a soul in the house when I get there. It's the same way I left it. Like, I am so grateful for those things that I'm not like, oh, my God. I mean, I get down, you know, like sometimes like I just want a companion, but. Go, go back home. Exactly. We <laughs> like, I don't want you here all the time. Exactly. I'm <laughs> so. like, I get married. Can we like have that, like maybe like a studio apartment or something to where we can kind of like. Child. Because I love my space so much. And it took, you know, it took me a long time to get like to where you are. Because you've always, you, I mean, the way that you heal and the way that you handle your single season or what like you body that shit and you make it look good whereas you know my black ass I had to go to therapy I done messed up I done did this I said the therapy I, want, I mean like I think I, I I obsessed about it okay to the to the point where like being single and stuff and being the fine auntie and all that stuff that was that that's cool now right. like in our 20s when everybody was getting married and you know it was still um your value as a woman like oh if you're married you know oh you're single what's wrong with you you're married or have kids, your value is up here in society yeah. or whatever. So I had a real problem about being obsessed. Like, oh my goodness, when is that going to happen for me? To the point where now it's like... Well, I mean, too, we've also ran across the caliber of men that are out here these days. That's true. And it's like, ooh, I think you might want to stay where you at. Like, because, girl. <laughs> no, and I just feel like... Whew, though it's different out here now. People are people are weird, male and female. There's no there's no we ain't sugarcoating shit. Like men and women are both weird. Um and I think that more so makes me think like, am I gonna get married again? Because what the fuck? Like what is this that's out here now? I would never get married under the, like definitely can't settle. Yeah. But like I mean like marriage, like that's not even in my I don't pray for it anymore. Yeah. I don't pray for kids anymore. Like yeah. literally, like you said, peace and happiness. I'm like, so to this homegirl, is any like find you a passion. Yes. Or a hobby. You ain't even gotta like I'm like this time, like you said, it's so precious. Yeah. It's so fun. And there's somebody else that's in the same season as you. I'm sure there's some way if you go out somewhere, you link up with somebody, y'all end up having the same conversation. Oh, I feel that way too, girl. There go your new friend. It ain't got no baby, it ain't got no husband. Y'all you know, and I think that's part of it too now. People as adults think that they can't have new friends. That's true. Like there is always, there that's are true. how many billions of people on this earth? About five. Like, I think it's like seven, okay, eight. Now, like, okay. but you know, there are so many people on this earth that that's for true. us to say, oh, because we're in our 30s now, is no new friends. It's like, okay, well, when you feeling like this, then what you gonna do? You gonna sit in the hole and be depressed because your one friend. Right. You know, moved right. into a season of motherhood. Right. Like, girl, go right. over there and be the best until you can. You exactly. know, you know, sit up in the house with her. If she's single, obviously she's single. If you right. feel like her situation's not ideal, go help. Right. Exactly. And then you really might find out, like, woo, wait a minute, thought I was ready for a baby. No, I'm not. <laughs> exactly. Like, bye, kiss the baby on the forehead. I'm about to go take a <laughs> some dollars. <laughs> 
Throw some dollars at the baby. All right. See y'all next Christmas. Exactly. You have not met all the people you are going to love in your life. Mm -hmm. Get out. Lose yourself in yourself. Yeah. Just be real. Like, I, and I had to learn that the, the hard, the hard yeah. way. But yeah. Yeah. One thing I do say, too, is that, you know, natural childbirth is not the only way to have children. I get that you would want your baby to have your DNA. Then freeze your eggs. You know, and I, I know that that's not an end-all, be-all. It doesn't work for everybody. You may not even be able to fertilize the eggs by the time you unfreeze them. Like, I understand, but everything is a risk. Even trying to get pregnant naturally is a risk. Is. So either you take the risk of freezing your eggs with the plans of having a baby later, uh, adopting, Adopt. or, you know, figuring out a surrogate situation. I don't know, mm -hmm. but if you want to have kids that bad and you feel like you're getting to an age where it's probably unsafe for you to naturally mm -hmm. produce children, there are options for that reason. So if we get, stop getting this mindset stuck of, you know, I'm, shit, we 34, you know, 35, 36, 37, it's not really the safest to have children so we have to start thinking about other options as far as you know that's something that we really want in life instead of being oh woe is me i'm in my 30s i haven't met anybody i don't have kids i really want kids it's like everything in life happens for a reason that's true and this season is for a reason so once you figure out what that season is i guarantee you probably will move on to the next season that's true and don't look at it just like relationships or your friendships dynamics or whatever you got to do whatever whatever we got to pray i remember being like freaking 10 like oh i want big breasts <laughs> and you know all that time you know when you're in middle school and you're trying to you're trying to you know like man i just want this i want this and then you start getting those little melons and stuff you're like oh i'm happy now i want something else yeah. um, but you don't remember you don't remember that pain and that agony that you went through in your waiting season because when you get it it's like oh it's a breath of fresh air so it's like with this in any season still like enjoy because you're gonna get it and then when you get it you're gonna be like man i was tripping about yeah, it yeah now i want like, something else exactly. or like we had a conversation about people getting uh boob jobs and then they go and have kids after the fact and all of them are getting their boobs taken out now because right. your boobs don't do what you thought they was gonna do before you yeah when you turn hormones completely change your breasts so having a baby, oh. even if you don't breastfeed, if you do breastfeed, like they're completely going to change. That boob job ain't going to be what you thought it was going to be. So you might want to wait till you have kids to then decide, oh, maybe I'll get a lift, you know, but getting implants and stuff, everybody has that's openly talked about getting a boob job before they've gotten pregnant are now getting them removed. Um, because like, do they, um, I don't know if they harden distort? or uh, just, okay. I don't know what, I think it depends on how you get them done too, but Ky like Kylie Jenner, she's she got her boob job taken out. Oh, she did. Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't mm -hmm. know that. She said, I mean, she was only nineteen. She yeah. She said one reason was because her breast did change so much after she had two kids, and two, she said it's a lot of things that she was changing on her body that she would literally cry if Stormy came to her and wanted to do the same thing. And I can understand yeah. that, but just the physical change that happens when you're pregnant. Like, mm -hmm. think yeah. about Ooh. when we on our cycles, how hard like. They hurt and they Ooh. grow and it mm. just, could you imagine being pregnant for nine months and they continue to grow and they <laughs> continue to be heavy God, and hurt. Depression. And then, you know, you had the baby and they were never that size. So they've been stretched out. Now that they've been stretched out, they just oh, fall. You, feel, you might not feel sexy mm. and, and you might can't afford to, you know, cosmetically readjust some things. Dang, kids mess up everything. So it's like, save your money, pay for it after the fact, not before the fact. Right. Because <laughs> kids kind of, like, kind of sort of mess up. I mean, they kind of change things. Yeah. People get BBLs before they have babies. I'm like, why? 
It's a waste of money. Crack, golly, shit. Yeah, mm -mm, not my ministry. I can't. <laughs> I know we were talking about, um, and I wanted to, I wanted to wait before we went elaborated on um, a couple of weeks back or a couple of days or whenever it was um, about this viral um, girl who made her needs be made her dating preferences be known um, for a first date. She opted out of going for like tea or coffee. A guy oh. asked her, yeah, you're, uh, <laughs> yeah, I did not forget. I did not, girl, you sent me that. I was like, yeah. Okay. So just a little backtrack, a little whoop-de-whoop. -whoop. Uh, a young lady came, a young lady with very bad bundles made a video that went viral about, hey, guy hurt. They just met or whatever. I don't think they... I don't think they ever went out before, but he said on the first date, he would love to take her for coffee or tea. And she was like, no, 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 no. I literally, I'm not that girl. If you want to date me, if you want to talk to me, I have a certain caliber of things that I like her preference, which is fine. So she said she sent him, I think it was a festival or something, restaurant week going on in her town. So she sent him a list of restaurants like, Hey, you pick one, which one do you want to do? And she also said that, Hey, um, you know, are you going to pick me up? Are you going to send a car for me? Because I'm not going to, you know, have these heels on cobblestones and stuff like that. Some people said, hey, that's her preference. She's teaching a man how to treat her. Nothing is wrong with that. A lot of people said, hey, it's just the first, like, it's, I won't even, I don't even, the first link up or meet up. You're just trying to fill out the vibes in person. They mm -hmm. said it's a little bit too much. What you think? So, like you said, her preference is her preference. Mm -hmm. um, that's personally not me. Personally, I love a cute little coffee date. Here's the thing, um, I can get why people want, you know, are you gonna pick me up or send me an Uber? I, I don't want you to know my address, that's that's number one. Very much so. Um, so while all that sounds very good in aspect, um, I don't need you to know my address after, you know, for the first date. True. Um, two, as far as, you know, she would much prefer to go to a restaurant because she considers herself this caliber of a woman as if a restaurant is better than a coffee shop. I feel like with a coffee shop, it's more conversational. Whereas if you're at a restaurant, it's more stuffy and um, you may not feel like you could have as great of a conversation as a more relaxed atmosphere. Mm -hmm. um, I don't care either way, whether it's a restaurant or a coffee shop. I like a coffee shop day. Right. I think coffee shops are cute. Hi. I always thought I was in a Lifetime movie anyway. So <laughs> I wouldn't mind going to a little coffee shop on the first day. It does not make that much of a difference to me. I do think that sometimes, um, and I don't know her from Adam, so I don't know anything about this girl who posted it. I know she goes viral a lot um, mm -hmm. and about things that she says, but most controversial people do. Um, whether you're right or wrong, right. and there isn't really no right or wrong in this situation, right. but right or wrong, you're ten, you're gonna go contra you're gonna go viral because it's controversy. Um, I I'm not gonna go on a limb and say that she makes it hard for men to want to date us because mm -hmm. that's her prerogative, mm -hmm. and she knows what type of man she wants to mm -hmm. attract. That's just I'm just not that hard set on what we can and cannot do for a first date. For a first, just for a first date, and I'm yeah. like, if you like, are you talk like, are you properly vetting these guys? Because first of all, the person, the the guy that you picked, mm -hmm. you already know you're not gonna talk to nobody that is going to, you know what I'm saying, kind of lowball you and play with you. Yeah. They won't even get your time. Well, but why is a co a coffee shop date a lowball? 
Thank you. That's, that's what I'm not understanding. That's what the fuck I'm trying to understand. Because I'm like, if y'all go on a coffee date that one time, maybe a couple of days later or then next week, you can go to a five-star restaurant. It's like the first meetup. I'm not about to spend $200 on you. Well, for me, it's not about the money. Like, if you want to spend $200 at the at dinner or if we want to go to a coffee date and then do multiple things that day, you probably could still spend the same amount of money sure. at either event. The money is not important to me. The thing is about how much how we spend our time together. Are you looking to have a conversation with me? Or are you just looking at me looking cute across the table at dinner? And I think that's the issue for me because I feel like she's equating money to be like, hey, just the, you know what I'm saying? You sh show me, you're showing me that you're, by you investing in me and spending this or spending this type or doing this type of thing, I feel like it's a little bit, a little bit controlling in the wrong way. Like okay. preferences, whatever. Have your preferences. I'm not knocking it, whatever, whatever. <laughs> but I'm like, wh like, what are you equating this to? Like, are you equating money to like, Hey, you gotta you gotta do this to show me that you can you know gotta be this tall to ride this ride yeah. type of thing. And I'm like, okay, what about the dudes who do spend a lot of money up front and they don't value you yeah. and they treat you like shit and stuff yeah. like that? So I'm like, why are you equating? I guess how much they spend on how the, they'll yeah. yeah yeah on, on a first date. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Like. Yeah. You're not finna, you're not, you know, of course don't let nobody nickel and dime, dime you all the time. You, you guys can get dressed up. You guys can go to fucking Whataburger or whatever. I don't right. give a fuck where you go for a damn day. <laughs> like you said, as long as you enjoying that person's presence and time and stuff like that. So I'm like, that, it, it was cringy for me. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. It, it was cringy yeah. for me. She's like, and I don't even drink tea. I'm like, well, you know, he doesn't know that you don't drink tea or you don't drink coffee. But I'm like, don't... <sighs> If the text message was just a text message to say, hey, I'd much rather try this out, mm -hmm. restaurant week. And not the background of, you will not take me to a coffee date on our first date. You will spend money. And, it, and it's just like, girl, like, please. Cause, like, Because the bundles. Bring it in. And that's why, and I'm not trying to talk, I'm not trying to, it's just like, but we have to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think some, some women, you know, we hold men accountable and women accountable. Some women, they want a trophy just because they're here, just mm -hmm. because they got a vagina, just yeah. because I'm a woman, you need to do this for me. Yeah. Right? The woman is the prize, but you have to be a prize. So when you're telling me you want me to go spend a lot of money and I'm looking at your hair and it doesn't seem like you invest in yourself, why would I do more for it? You see what I'm saying? And I'm not saying, I'm not saying because a woman can have $10 in her pocket. If you peaceful, alluring, graceful, got a personality, a nigga can wipe you up. Yeah. So I'm not equating money to everything, but I'm just saying the way she was talking and the aggression, and I just could not, I got so <laughs> deterred by that hair, by the, the yeah. cheap unit. And I'm like, girl, yeah. if, like, the if you, you attract what you put off. Like if you, if you looked a certain way, then you would attract the guy that would automatically say, let's go to whatever five-star restaurant is in your area. Thank like, you. and I'm, and I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm not, trying to say that a, a coffee shop is a low-balling date. It's not. But men know how to approach the women that they see. Come on. So if they see you looking a certain kind of way, they ain't gonna offer you to go to the five-star restaurant, Ooh. you know. And don't get me wrong, because men, men also approach women based on um, their rejection factor. Mm -hmm. Like, if they are this caliber man and they look at you and they won't approach you because they're intimidated by you. Yep. But then you got these men that ain't got shit, ain't got a pot to piss in that's gonna holler every time yeah. because they ain't got nothing to lose. Mm -hmm. But when you have a higher caliber man, they're gonna pick and choose who they approach because they don't want to be rejected by certain women. That's true. So they know when not to 
what to throw at you and when not to, you know, I think I, I think you just take everything in stride, like to go off on a limb and make somebody feel, and I don't think she made him feel bad, obviously not from the text message, right, she didn't make she him did. feel bad, but I, I, w I just wouldn't do nobody like that. Like to, to say that a coffee date is a low budget date or a low balling date. I think it's very cute. I think it's an easy place to have a conversation yeah. to get to know each other, especially on a first day, a picnic, like something really cute. And then, you know, once we get to know each other, we dress up and go out, you know, and that could be a second date. Like it's just exactly. a date is, is, is a date. Like exactly. it's, it's for you to collect data. Come on. And facts. Preach it. We ain't, we ain't collecting data off of somebody's income based on if he take you to a coffee shop versus right. a five-star restaurant. Exactly. exactly. It's, it's not that deep. It's not. Yeah. That's why I was like, uh, you know, I'm curious to, you know, know what know what you guys think. Because I'm like, if you're vetting these guys, you you know how a dude, if a dude, oh, he's trying to play. He's, you know, he's either cheap or he's either playing games or all this other stuff like that. Like, if you're talking to a guy, you'll get that energy. Like, oh, he's yeah. going to whine and dine me and do these things like that. You can tell her off rip. So, like, like you said, the text message that she sent, she was like, hey, I just sent him some options. And, you know, she seems like she wasn't abrasive when she did that, right. which was really cool. But, you know, saying, late, I, I don't like the way she correlated with, like, ladies, know your worth and don't just yeah. accept anything. I'm like... Oh, I like matcha tea and okay. Starbucks. I love a fuck. I, I drink coffee every single day. <laughs> I do not mind going to a coffee shop. I don't mind. Like, and that's for anybody. But like you said, just meeting somebody, spending time. Like you said, we can go multiple dates. We could do this. We could go out four times a week and we probably ain't spent $200. As long as we, you know, that don't mean that you're not going to get a fancy date or get the trips and all the little lavish gifts and all of that stuff like that. So I'm like, what is she's equating money to like how a guy is coming in and pursuing. She's equating money as effort and pursuit. And I'm like, mm. yeah, because there, there are men that have money that won't spend it. And there are men who don't have money who do spend it. Exactly. So to say that he's taking to a five star restaurant, it, to me, gives like he might not actually got no money. Like it's all in your conversation. It's like things you talk about. For instance, my friend was sitting at a bar waiting on me to come. And uh, this guy was sitting diagonal to her. And they were just talking and talking and talking. He tells his whole life story, how he's visiting from London. And he's just <sighs> You know, backpacking across the U.S., just kind of doing all types of things. And um, she actually ended up getting her check. Well, the the bartender was like, oh, is this together? Because they had been talking the whole time. She thought they came together. He's like, oh, no, no, no. no. Oh, he like very adamant about, you know, no, we're not together. I'm not paying for her check. That's when you know. Oh. It ain't about because he took you to a five-star restaurant on your first date. That, I'm telling you, broke men will spend money just like rich men and vice versa. And then sometimes men are just frugal and won't spend money at all. You got to gather the facts. You can't be worried about what he did on the first date and where he took you. Because you could be dealing with somebody who is in debt from doing all these exactly. five-star first these dates. living off credit cards. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's, I feel like that is it's way deeper than it had to be. Hold on, but now hold on now. If we if we go now now we go on a date like he he now you need to you need to <laughs> depend on the context of where we are I've never I've never met a guy who wanted to take me out and didn't pay. Like I don't no, mind yeah. it. No, I, I don't mind that. going Dutch on like a first I wouldn't even call it a date. I'll just say, hey, I'm finna go link up with somebody if yeah, I'm paying my way. Dating. But yeah. I'm like, a date? You ask me out and I'm paying? Yeah. No, no, no. The guy, you talking about the guy who yeah, she Yeah, I'm talking about the guy. No, they didn't know each other. They were just sitting at the bar. Oh! Yeah. He oh. just 
still so happened you. to sit right next to her, and the bartender <laughs> thought they were together because they talked the entire time. Oh, yeah. But I'm that's the same thing my mama says. You ain't going to talk my fucking head off <laughs> at this bar, and you're not even offering to buy one drink. Right. Like, you're not finna sit here and just, you know, take up all my time. Because right. now that you're sitting here talking to me, another man is not going to come up and approach me. So you done sat here and dominated my time. You done told me your whole life story, mm -hmm. and you didn't want to buy one drink. Mm. Just one. Ooh. Now, yeah. that's where the problem lies. That is a major problem. <laughs> but he yeah. said, oh, no, He's no, like, oh, no, 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 we're not together. Hold like, on, nigga. Hold on, don't say it like that. Right. Don't say it like that. Oh, my goodness. The treacherous. Like yeah. the, I feel like some of the stuff should be like an unwritten, like I feel like that's an unwritten rule. Yeah, like hey and keep it moving. Like we ain't finna sit here and just, you know. Right. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? Stop coming over, like all that, you going over uh, a nigga house at 11 o'clock and y'all been flirting and all this other stuff there, but you don't want to do nothing. Like, <laughs> Girl, why are you fucking, there? Yeah. Why are you there? Why are you there? Stop playing. So me and you come and get all of our good energy. We looking good, all this other stuff like that. You could pay for a, a martini. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? I feel like that's just proper etiquette. Just like, I mean, we two girls. Like, yeah. you coming to my house at 2 o'clock in the morning to me, I just want to cuddle. Door. <laughs> Now, door, Stupid. I'm not, don't play with me. I don't even do, I don't even play them damn games. No, the only thing open after midnight is legs and Walgreens. And every Walgreens ain't even open no more. So, there's that. So, there's that. Yeah. But we're going to take a break. And we'll be back in the second half. I don't know what Tori's got up her sleeve for the rest of the episode. But, you guys will know when I know. I'm tired of people. <laughs> I got a cough. I was laughing. I just looked over Lucha face. So apparently, y'all know we've been talking on the break. But uh, we were talking about this situation that just happened today. Uh, well, it didn't just happen today. It went viral today. Um, this girl said she met this guy on Tinder. Um, and she knew from just having conversation with him that it was just a hookup. Like she knew it was somebody, somebody that she didn't want to be with in the future. She just wanted to have sex with him. Like she was very open about that. So anyways, he comes over, um, however long it was after they talked, she didn't necessarily give time frames, but at one point he came over, had sex that night. Uh, she talks about how they had conversation about, uh, these Margella shoes, uh, that are called tabbies. And basically if you need to look them up, please do. They look like hooves. Um, and one of my really good friends, he loves these shoes. And I tell him, I said, look, you got some hooves on. Cause he said they hurt like shit. And I was like, no wonder you got some fucking hooves on your feet. It's funny. He, he, he look up the shoes. Everybody was like, I don't understand why this is going viral about these ugly ass shoes. Anyways, she had the shoes. Um, apparently she's a fashion girly as she called herself. She lives in New York. Um, she has multiple pairs of these type of shoes. They are not cheap shoes. They are designer shoes. Um, she had other de designer shoes. Anyways, she invites the guy over. They have sex. They wake up the next morning, have sex again. He asks for her phone to do a Spotify playlist because he didn't have Spotify. Um, so anyways, they end up, he ends up leaving a couple hours later into the day. She looks up and sees there's an empty spot on her shoe shelf. So she says she kind of looked around the house for the shoes nowhere to be found and she said she was going to ask him hey did you happen to see my shoes laying around because we were talking they were talking about the brand of shoes 
Um, well, he had unmatched with her on Tinder. And when she goes to her phone to look in the call logs to find his number, he had deleted that. So instead of going to Spotify, like he had told her, he went and deleted his number out of her call logs. So she had no contact with him. So at that point, she knew that he had stolen her shoes. Well, when shit goes viral, you know, people find out shit. Well, this girl says, hey, I think I know who took your shoes. Um, my really, my best friend is dating this guy who just gifted her these shoes that you're talking about. And so she, they ended up messaging back and forth in the DMs or whatever. Come to find out this was the guy who had taken the shoes. She ends up getting her shoes back. But the reason why we're bringing this up, because this is where I saw the video. If any of you follow Simply Shanika or a Virgo world, her name is Shanika. Um, she has this page or this Instagram where basically she's like, women need to stop settling. They need to start making it hard for men. They need to basically kind of on the same situation we were talking about with the girl saying that, no, you would not take me on a coffee Mm -hmm. date. Just being very hard um, in their boundaries and stuff like that. So what Shanika said about the post was, and I'm going to try to do this without the sound playing. Um, she said, this is a teachable moment. This is what happens when women have low self-esteem and can't control their sexual urges while seeking male, male validation. Never invite a man you don't know to your home. This is extremely dangerous. I agree with her on that. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, she's safe. This is particularly why I'm against hookup culture. Women don't always make the most logical choices when they think with their vaginas. Most men today aren't worth the time of day, let alone the privilege to have access to your body. Please wising up. Why is it so hard for us women to take accountability? Why do we like to play the victim when someone else makes us see ourselves? You will never grow or realize your mistakes if you refuse to take accountability for your actions. So. Oh, my God. While I agree with Shanika, I don't necessarily like her delivery. And I'll tell you why. Um, I've always equated her to being like the female Kevin uh, Samuels. Okay. Because okay. there's a right and wrong way to say everything. I am a huge proponent of tact. Okay. Huge. Anybody that's close to me will tell you that tact means mm-hmm. everything to me. Mm-hmm. There are ways you can say things without mm-hmm. coming off very brash mm-hmm. and like you're judging somebody mm-hmm. and being negative. I think y'all probably know me by now. This is season three. I'm always going to look mm-hmm. at both sides of the coin. Mm-hmm. I'm always going to try to understand everybody's point of view. Mm-hmm. I'm always going to try to understand, you know, your opinion and not judge you if my opinion is different. Mm-hmm. So what I don't like about what she said was her delivery. Um, yes, I think the girl was being unsafe. But I don't think we should take it a step far to say that you need to stop thinking with your vaginas. Let us a grown ass woman. A grown ass woman. If she wanted, if she knew when she matched with that man on Tinder or she actually had ran across him in person, he went mm-hmm. back and she saw that they were matched on Tinder after he contacted her. She knew that that man was only going to be good for a hookup. That is her prerogative. Right. Let's stop judging women about what they do with their, their vaginas. Like, with their body, right. Now. Should she have let that man in her home to have sex with him? No. They should have went to a middle ground location Mm because you shouldn't go to his house either because he has the upper hand. Mm -hmm. You know, what he got in his house, he could kidnap you, lock the door from outside, you stuck in... Like, anything could have happened. Don't get me wrong. But I think we don't need to take it so far as to say that she needs to stop thinking with her vagina. She could have met up with that man in a hotel. Like... Or, you know, whatever the situation would be. So let's take that part out of it. Was she being unsafe by letting him in her home? Absolutely. Was he wrong as fuck for stealing her shoes? Mm -hmm. Yes. And I don't think that because she let him in, that he saw the shoes, that that's the moment he thought he he knew he was going to steal. No, this man saw her out in the street, 
knew that she was into fashion and high-priced designer items, went back and found her on Twitter and noticed that they had already matched, started a conversation with her in order to get in her vicinity to steal from her. This is not the first time this man has done this because he knew to go in and delete his number out of her phone by pretending to ask for the phone. He knew to unmatch on Twitter. This is a calculated person. He's done this to multiple people already. Um, And I think that we need to stop telling, or Shanika was saying that the blame should be on her and that we're not the victim and we need to look at ourselves. And it's like, no, everybody needs to be accountable for what they did wrong in this situation. That motherfucker's a thief. He's He's a a calculated thief. He steals all the time. Yes, girl, you should not have that man in your house, but that man's a thief. Exactly. Like, let's stop bashing women for choices that they're making, that they're comfortable with making, and trying to let somebody else off the hook for it. Ooh, and it's usually then these niggas off the hook. (laughs) Like, oh my God, yeah. Right message does not apply because if they went to a hotel and she had the shoes there, he would have stole it. There you go. Like, this man, like you said, he was intentional about literally taking from her. But, oh, man. Because the uh. idea was to gift it to his girlfriend. So oh he's not new to this at all. Yeah, like, so, I, that, uh, whoever, the, that comment, that's a pick me, Isha. Like, that's <laughs> clickbait. You're trying to get, like, yeah. I, yeah. And I see what she, there are certain scenarios where it is, like, hey, women, we do have to do better. We do, we can't take the victim, we can't play the victim role. We do mm-hmm. need to kind of look inward and make better decisions so that we can get, better results on some things because mm-hmm. if you do certain things you got to deal with the consequences that's just it but i'm like yeah come on now you can be with somebody she could have they could have went out on three different dates and they finally decided to screw and he stole yeah. from her but so. i just wonder would her commentary have been different if that if they had known each other for six months right. and she finally had sex with him and he invited to her house and he stole her shoes would you have a different commentary right yeah i mean it's just like what was the need to basically say, I'm putting all the blame on you as a woman because you wanted to have sex with him immediately after meeting him. People, yeah, no, yeah. Oh my goodness, but that nigga. Yeah, but yeah, he for him to go to him. jail. <laughs> did you um? Did you see the girl in Houston? <coughs> she was out at night, and um, the guy wanted to talk to her, and he, she, of course, I don't think she responded harshly, but he threw a brick, and literally, did you see that? Yeah. And she was saying, like, none of the men out there helped her or no one, like, helped her and all of this other stuff like that. And I also saw, like, some of the feedback, like, ladies, we've got to stop going out at night night by ourselves. We need to start having weapons because the world is so unsafe. And, Mm -hmm. again, victim blaming her. And it's like, this man got rejected and he literally gashed her fucking head in. And the guys and all this other stuff, like, yeah, y'all, but one thing that really... One thing that I really didn't like because I looked at the comments and a lot of the comments were, oh, women, y'all wanted equality, right? Y'all can do everything for y'all self. Yeah. Y'all don't want to go 50-50 on things. Y'all don't need our help for nothing. So, And I'm like, it was a lot of men mm-hmm. saying this. And I'm like, now, I understand, you know, like, damn, if he hit you with a brick, what you think he'll do to me, bitch? Like, I, well, like, somebody out there, because she was videoing, first of all, obviously there were people around she no, she may have been walking by herself, but she was in an area where she wasn't standing there by herself. Like obviously, people were whatever they were doing. Well, they were walking from an event. There were people walking in groups, mm-hmm. and um, the man hit her or whatever. And she was saying, "All these men are standing around here, and not one person tried to help me." And somebody yelled from the background, "Like, what did you want me to do?" Or something right. like that. Yeah. And it's and so I get what she was saying when she was like, "You know, y'all literally standing here, watch these men just hit me with a brick." And like you said, it's victim shaming. It's like. 
somebody was walking down the street in a group, no matter whether she came with somebody and got separated from it, whatever. We don't know the whole story. All we saw is what she put on the video after she got hit Mm -hmm. with the brick. And to say that, stop going places by yourself. She could have been walking with somebody, another female, and she still could have got hit with the brick. The problem is that you don't hit somebody with a brick because they don't want to talk to you. Exactly. Like, grow up. Exactly. And for the men, I'm like, not expecting the men to beat his ass like our dads and our uncles and other motherfuckers will, but, like, no one protected her to see if she was okay. Yeah. Do I need to drive you to the hospital? And you and I went out a couple of weeks ago for your birthday, and I distinctly remember us talking or chatting about something Somebody was trying to get your number, mm-hmm. and we were like, you know, I'm like, man, give him the wrong number. He was like, nah, you can't do that these days because dudes will call you in front of like, the, the spot. They, they call you right They're then. getting really aggressive with the whether it's the rejection or whether it's like I go to the gas station. Dudes will walk up to you. Can I can I pump my gas? Like walk up on yeah. you, and it's like, whoa, like no, and it's like you scared to not scared, but you got to be very assertive. You, you have to be very assertive. Yeah. Yeah. And you got to be very careful about how you respond because these dudes can click. They can throw a fucking brick at your head because yeah. you are rejected. They can get loud. They can make you feel very unsafe. Yeah. And it's like, man, it's so freaking cringy. Yeah, it is cringy. It's just people, you know, mental health is, is on the rise. Mental mm-hmm. health issues are on the mm-hmm. rise nowadays. So you just never mm-hmm. know what people are dealing with. And, you know, for somebody to get so upset that she didn't want, whether it was give me your number or can we go somewhere or whatever his question was mm-hmm. to her she said no to you should not feel comfortable enough to hit somebody in the face with a brick mm-hmm. because they said no to you and nobody standing around you should have been comfortable enough to watch that happen watch you get on video and talk mm-hmm. about it and for her to be on video long enough that you still didn't ask her hey are you can I take you to the hospital are you okay, you okay? like the girl had a big knot on the side of her face like mm-hmm. she ended up recording from the hospital saying she had a concussion but it's like mm-hmm. For, for us not to, to not even care about helping the person, like, mm-hmm. not even to fight the man. Mm-hmm. And if, if and the thing is, if he hit it with a brick, he probably didn't have no gun or no knife. So right. you scared of a brick? Right. Right. He already hit her with the brick. You don't think two or three of y'all could have grabbed him? Right. Exactly. Like, what are you scared of? You scared of a brick? As the man standing watching the shit happen, you talking about if he, if he hit you with the brick, what, what he going to hit me with it? I mean... You, I'm right. sure you could overcome him because she wasn't expecting the hit to come. Right. That's how he got to her. A brick? Like, really? And then for the man who said, what do you expect me to do? I'm yeah. like, that. that's, that's, oh my goodness, protect black women. We got to protect yeah. ourselves. But it's like, that, that, that is, that was very hurtful to see. Like, yeah. I was like that. You that wouldn't was, even stand there calling the police. Like, so you just standing there. Just standing there. And then to make that comment after she said, none of y'all helped me, then you really took the step further to say, no, I wasn't going to help you, basically. And then the guys, to add insert to insult to injury, the guys in the comments, oh, y'all won't, uh, y'all, y'all can do everything yourself, right? Right? Y'all don't need a those man Those are the for same nothing. people who would hit somebody else with a brick who had those comments. I'm like, why, why do y'all think that way? Yeah. Like, it's sick. You want to go 50-50? You want to do all this other stuff? Y'all always telling a man what to do. Uh, y'all always telling a man what to do. And when he, another example of women just telling men what to do all the time. Who raised y'all? Yeah, nobody. Nobody. Oh, my goodness. That's scary. Yeah. That's scary. Ugly ass. And you know another thing I'm getting tired of? I'm getting tired of reality TV show people being deemed as celebrities. I'm getting tired of it. I'm getting fucking tired of it. I, and even if you're not on the shade room or whatever, you see these love and hip hop. Mm-hmm. Uh, the little viral shit is um, 
one of the girls called a black, a dark-skinned black girl a monkey. And she okay. was of Latina descent. Mm -hmm. And it was like, this is definitely a racial slur. The girl said something about her child, and she, in return, called the dark-skinned black woman a monkey. Okay. They're saying, this is racist, all of this other stuff like this. Definitely a racial slur. Mm -hmm. You use that with intent. But, like, if you talk about my kid, I'm going to talk about off. your dad. All bets are off. All bets are off. So yeah. I'm like, how are... I'm, I'm tired of them, but... I, that's just one of the, I'm just tired of them having a voice and literally these things go viral and we're talking about this and we see these freaking D no Z as in zebra Z list celebrities on red carpets having a voice and they are so stupid like this um Krishan the girl with the the baby with the one tooth and the, uh, the blue, and the blue rock shamrock whatever the fuck is blue face that Krishan rock and blue face yeah she, shamrock yeah what I, I don't even know these niggas name but it's like I I, I think he's a rapper but okay. she is I think her claim to fame is going on a TV I show think it was Bad Girls Club or something Bad okay yeah what Bad Girls Club and it's like the I don't like the attention that some of these reality TV I don't even, I wouldn't even call them reality TV celebrities, these, these personalities. Okay. I'm, I'm getting sick of it. Yeah. I'm, I'm really getting sick of it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Hey, take somebody like Cardi B. She started off in reality. Now she's this. That's fine. But like these little scrappies and these little other stuff and they literally come, come meet me outside. Use the baby mama. And I'm like, this is what, this is like, this is our, yeah. I remember when, I mean, I remember when you had to be. I remember when things were modest. Winnie Houston smoked her motherfucking kneecaps off. What we had to do. Okay, cat wings. We she smoked her fucking kneecaps off, like he said. We had to wait till Barbara Walters <laughs> to two weeks when we all watched that ep we all we had to watch interviews because you know we would see the celebrities doing stuff, yeah. but you had to watch an interview or you had to, you know, they had to say something for you to actually get the tea. Whereas now motherfucker, you see all in their house and you see like, damn man, I can't even like these motherfuckers because they stupid. Beyonce can be the dumbest motherfucker you ever knew. You won't know because you don't know shit about her. Yeah. Alicia Keys, I mean, you know, she slept with somebody's husband. You won't never get a reaction. I miss those days where yeah. there was some modesty and there was like some, you know, mystery around these big personalities. And now it's like anybody can go viral and these reality TV personalities are becoming like our kid. Like this is what they see. Yeah. This is somebody who they, I'm like. Yeah. I'm sick of it. They all started to look alike. Everybody got baby hair, bust down, lace fronts. The horse uh, teeth veneers. The, the veneers, the the winged eyeliner making you like you got, you know. I like winged Chinese. eyeliner. But to the point where it's like everybody's concealer and eyeliner is like Nicki Minaj. Like it's very. The long square nails, like long nails. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's starting to look alike. And this is who, and this is who, like, most of our celebrity, I'm like, I remember Celine Dion, like, I, I like classy, but I like, Celine I like Dion. classy, yeah, like Aretha Franklin and so-and-so not liking each other, and you gotta read, a, you know, the tabloids or a magazine, <laughs> you bitches can get on social media and go live with one tooth in your mouth, and you got 150,000 comments, like, oh, I feel sorry for her, she had the baby and he's trying to take the baby away. This bitch said she got pregnant by Blueface a couple of times, and I think she miscarried. And this is the one that came to... Like, you knew what you was getting yourself into. I'm not saying abort a baby because you don't have the ideal situation, but I'm like, the expectation of these people who do this 
crazy stuff on TV and social media, and then you have a platform and you have a voice and you still don't do nothing with it. But yeah. be stupid. And I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. Yeah, it's 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 I, I'm not a huge reality TV person. <laughs> you know the reality mm -hmm. I watch? Uh, like Married at First Sight mm -hmm. That's and true. 90 Day that. Fiance. You told me that. But people like, they're like, you watch this stuff? And I'm like, yeah, because for me, 90 Day Fiance is actually very funny mm -hmm. because it's like, yeah, I'm not going to work out. But I look at like the psychology behind it. Mm -hmm. They do like, uh, they always bring psychologists on to both of these types of shows and they have therapy with them and they mm -hmm. talk to them. So those are the parts that I'm watching. I'm like looking at the therapy mm -hmm. and like what the therapist is talking about and teaching them like... Let me tell you something I just learned yesterday. So I was watching a new 90 Day Fiance spinoff. And these are the couples who have been together. It's no, they're no longer in the 90 days. They've been married together, been up together a while. Mm -hmm. And so they're trying to make, they're trying to keep their relationship afloat. They're, mm -hmm. both, they're all drowning. Their relationship has probably been over mm -hmm. for a while. But they had a sex therapist on the show. Ooh. And this actually kind of goes back to our pegging episode. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, the sex therapist was talking about like she was, you know, talking to them individually as couples because it was like four couples and she was trying to figure out what was their hangups mm -hmm. and why they weren't having an enjoyable sex life. And everybody's was different. And oh, then she boy. talked about, too, why um, she said that men actually get stimulation from the... Um, the tip of the dick. Uh -uh. When you, what do you do a rectal exam? You check prostate. So mm -hmm. the prostate actually has sensation in it uh -huh. and so she said well how do you reach the prostate when you go get a prostate exam the doctor will put a glove on lubricate the glove put it in your your rectum and feel it's a walnut that it feels like and they will feel it to see like if it feels normal if it's mm -hmm. in the right spot like that kind of stuff and there's stimulation from that that can make your uh in two seconds penis rise and so i said that makes sense yes yeah. why pegging is a thing mm -hmm. because you're hitting that um nothing two seconds yeah but so of course the straight guys were like hold up wait a minute and she was like yes i understand mm -hmm. that the um it could be uncomfortable for the insertion part of it mm -hmm. which is why um, you know straight men would mm -hmm. rather not she said there's also another way to stimulate Yes. So it's me sitting there learning from these shows. I am not watching reality TV for the drama. I promise right. you I'm not. Right. Like, shit is funny as hell right. on 90 Day Fiance when these people be getting together. I'm like, it's not going to work. But I really be listening to the therapy sessions and, like, listen to all the people yeah. talk to them about what it takes to be in a good relationship. And it's, I mean, I have a psychology degree, so it, like, those kind of things draw mm -hmm. me in. But this regular-ass reality TV, like, y'all grown as fuck. Y'all yeah. 45, 55 years old on here fighting each other, throwing drinks at each other. Y'all arguing about God knows what, about <laughs> she, sh she by she ain't ready yet. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, y'all seriously arguing about this shit? Cause she ain't ready. She by Sheree been. Not. They've been talking about that since early season. Early, like early two thousands. I want to say. Oh, speaking of that bitch, do you like her? Do you like the uh, surgery that she's got? She is, looks gorgeous. I think so too. Sheree looks. Why do amazing. people like? Cause Sheree now her body, her body has always been like yeah. impeccable, and I think she looks really good. She looks gorgeous. She don't need to do no more. Yeah, stop where you at. She looks but, amazing. But yeah, yeah, back to what you said. Yeah, so now, 
So with that being said, like, would you would you recant your statement from the pegging episode? No, because I was because she told that? me the other way, and I was like, I'll go with that option. Your finger in the booty? No, no. There's another way from from the outside. From oh yeah, there's a whole other way where you don't have to Ooh. penetrate the the rectum, the anus. Okay. Yeah. So when she said that, I was like. Makes sense. Got you, girl. Because there was no way. I'm we, sorry. You just, you would be missing out on that action. Exactly. You can't, we can't. That's not a part of our ministry. Yeah. But, but yeah, that's, that's what I learned from my, from those yeah. shows. Yeah. That there's another way to stimulate the, keep forgetting what, what And you're not going to get that on Love and Hip Hop. You're not going to get that you're on Love and Hip Hop. You're not going to get that on Love and Hip Hop. They got that same little therapy, that, that little guy that wear the glasses, where they be in there fighting in front of him and he just be oh, sitting there like. Like a. Yeah. Looking like Pee Wee Herman. So, why did you do that? These niggas is ghetto. That's why. But do you feel like things will get back to like some level of like modesty? Because if you look at the algorithm and the some of these influence or just like us, like when we were in Facebook, I'm, I'm sorry, when we joined Facebook, when we was in college, we'll post every party, all this other stuff like that. And now I think we like the girls, mm. the girls like. We don't have to post everything. We don't post everything. I never was somebody who posted everything. I So I actually got Facebook in high school. So mm -hmm. you remember when you were in high school, you had to be invited by somebody in college. You probably don't remember that. I don't you didn't remember get that because I, I only did it in college. So I got Facebook when I was in the 12th grade. And at that time, you had to be invited by a college student because Facebook was only for college students. That's right. And so if you're invited by a college student, then you can have it. So my older cousin was in college at the time, and she invited me to Facebook. And even then, I didn't post everything. Like, I would make albums, like if it was my birthday, mm -hmm. or um, if it was something from, from college where I was at a party, it was because I got tagged in it. Mm -hmm. I didn't, like, create gotcha. a whole lot of albums of me. It's the same how I post now on Instagram. You'll see my Instagram, and you can go through the dates, and you're like, dang, she don't post it often. Right. Like, I posted my stories, but people was like, you was in Dublin? I was like, yeah. Like, I didn't yeah. even That's I didn't cool. even post anything, yeah. you know, because it's just... I just sometimes don't even feel like having my phone out. I don't yeah. just, like, I, I got videos in my phone, yeah. reels I've tried to create. They're drafts in my, yeah. you know, and it's just sitting there because it's just like, it's not worth it yeah. to me, you know. Now, as I was trying to be an influencer, you know, I probably wouldn't make it because that's how I feel exactly. about it. Exactly. I can't commit but, to Yeah, I can't commit shit. to doing it. But, I, yeah, I've never been the type to post a lot. I, <laughs> it's funny. When I was in college, this uh, friend girl of mine, she was dating this guy. He was like, hey, she don't do them, but post on Sundays. I said, that's the only time I put clothes on when I'm going to church. Exactly, bitch. So I said, I, I didn't post, I didn't post nothing else. Unless, uh, unless, you know, I was going somewhere. And a lot, back then, I used to go nowhere. I just recently started really, really just going. When I started going to Atlanta all the time, that's really when I started, you know, I know going it. out. I, mm -mm, I never was a huge, like, going out person. I, mean, I went out in college, but like I said, it was because I got tagged on Facebook. I remember when Instagram started. I think I was on my way out of college when Instagram came around. I don't even be on. And I know Instagram is the thing. That I, ain't, I ain't never got with Instagram. Yeah, I like it. I love pictures. I love photography. Yeah. Uh, I just ran across this guy. He's a photographer here in Memphis. The man is a beast. Like, oh, my God, I ran across. I'm so glad I ran across this page. But that's the kind of stuff I like looking at. I love I photography. do like seeing... Um, Instagram, like Facebook, that's whatever. But because I, I don't like people are so stupid and seeing those opinions. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Instagram, it is pretty. Just seeing like, hey, I don't have to, I don't have to know you stupid and you look beautiful. I can just keep yep. scrolling. I don't got to read the caption. I don't got to read the comments. Like my mom and uh, Fred, they be like, you know, they follow the shade room and they be looking at it. They be like, did you hear such and such? I be like, I don't even know who that is. That's true. You do not follow. I show me. <laughs> 
<laughs> they be looking at me like, I said, I don't follow the shade room, yeah. y'all. I don't care for yeah. the latest hip hop gossip. Yeah. Like, I don't. I don't watch the news. I don't watch CNN. Mm -hmm. I just don't care. I don't care. I watch the news every now and again. But yeah, I'm really starting, like, my best moments in, like, it used to be, oh, I got to post this or this, you know, show them up. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But I'm like, man, I have, oh, yeah. it's so, mm. Yeah. It's usually, you know, it's it's for validation. That's that's what it's for. And I think, um, <laughs> so it's funny. It's like, if I don't post a picture of an outfit on Instagram, then I wear it again. If I post it on Instagram, it's not getting worn again. So. I wear so much stuff the same. <laughs> and I post it, and it shows, like, look, oh, she had that on before. Yeah, because I paid for the motherfucker. And I have a washing machine. <laughs> and I'm going to wash it, and I'm going machine. to use it again. Like, I, But, yeah, I feel you. I definitely yeah. feel you. I mean, like, and I'll wear it. Don't get me wrong. Some things I will wear again, but I won't post it again. And, yeah, or and yeah, and it has to be, like, time has passed. Like, it's Yeah, been, I'm not posting it. Yeah, I feel yeah. I feel you. I totally feel you. <laughs> totally feel you. Shit, <laughs> I might have this on next Thursday. <laughs> She's lying. I'm, yeah, I'm lying. But <laughs> shit, I, oh, I just, you know, I don't know. Just the air of mystery. Everybody's letting it yeah. all hang out these they do. days. They let it all hang they out. They don't care. They don't, they don't care. And I wish that we had some decorum and some tact when it comes to that. And we seeing toothless women and the, what's that, uh, pound town, uh, pound town. Sexy red. What do you have to I say? I don't want to be, I don't want to feel like I'm getting old to where I'd be like, that's just that. Like, I, I love the sexual liberation or whatever. I, just the freedom of expression. But I'm like, I don't, I don't want to feel like I hate her. But I'm like, she's not talented. Like yeah. her lyrics, her flow, her, you know what I'm saying? Her octaves, the, 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 the yeah. way that I'm like, it's not. It's the catchy songs. It's the catchy song. And all you got to do is like show you, get a tattoo on your face have the baby hair to your eyebrows and like shake your coochie and a thing and then it's like that's it yeah just getting so sick of it i feel like i'm getting old no it's just you have standards um tired of seeing y'all ass and the yeah. people locally tired of seeing y'all ass too i went i freaking went to freaking midtown to have brunch and i'm like don't bring this shit over here i mean it was it was a group of ladies, they were doing their thing. They were seemingly young. Okay. I mean, the ass that I saw, like, it was like boot, like boot, like boy shorts, shorts that they had on. Okay. And I mean, the long nails uh, definitely had on, I mean, the, the furry eyelashes, like, that looked like freaking, I don't know, like, whatever, <laughs> that. And then I'm like, like, why do y'all, I just, I, I want to know, like, why do you have to have your ass out? Yeah. Like, have on tight stuff. You can have on short shorts. Without, like, why do you have to have your ass out and you're a raw dog in that chair that other people have sat on? So what, what restaurant with this where they twerking L-O-B-O-E? No, they, 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 they weren't twerking over that. They were just having, they were just, and it wasn't nice. It was Bosco's. So it wasn't, it wasn't any, yeah, that's what I'm like. We don't, that motherfucker, you know, you got, you could dress like however in there. But I'm like, it was these specific, specific group of girl ladies literally dressed like, I mean, you could see the bras with the short, like, and I'm like, where did y'all come to the Waffle House? Yeah, Bosco's. I ain't never seen nobody dress crazy. Me like neither. That. That's why I said don't bring this shit down here. <laughs> don't bring this shit down here. I'm in my baseball cap, and I'm just trying to have a couple of mimosas. <laughs> I do not want to see ass. <laughs> I thought you said say they twerking on your eggs like they do in Atlanta. Uh, you can't go to brunch without somebody twerking on top of your eggs. Seriously? Oh, my God. 
Oh, because they have the music playing. Yeah, this thing. Sit down. We're not at the club at, at two o'clock on a Sunday. We're not. Right. Sit down. Just sit. And some of y'all twerk air be stanky. I like the twerk air. Some of them girls be looking stanky. But that's, you know, that's I what like... I was gonna say about sexy red. But I, I said I'm gonna keep my mouth closed. Yeah, I mean, I think that goes without saying. Yeah, I think we all know that. She like she just need a good bath. A good scrub. Yeah. Like through those car wash things. <laughs> just let that go in there and let that shit just swivel on your ass. Because I'm like, she definitely looks like she, you know, needs some love. Mm. And her thing is, I'm young and I'm getting it. So, and I'm like. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, like I say, I don't agree with some people's choice and opinions, but get it how you live, sister girl. Get it how you get it how you live. Yeah, how you live. She ain't got to do no uh, afterpay payments. <laughs> that was like a full circle moment. It was full circle. She might be doing afterpay. You never know. She got a lot of people to pay before she get paid. And, yeah. 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 You're right. I mean, uh, the, the clothes she buying don't look like it costs more than. That's what I'm saying. She looks. She should have money because the, the budget ain't going on uh, attire. Yeah, there's not there's not a wardrobe budget. Definitely create a designer budget. <laughs> oh, hey, oh my God. Oh, you know, I don't know. Yeah, oh, people were humans have worn me out. Yeah, but yeah, humans have, have worn me out my entire life, actually. Okay, so, yeah. how do you deal with it? Because you seem like you really have a good tolerance, a good low jack on hoes. <laughs> By doing what? Like just you know, and I'm not saying that you don't give a fuck, but it seems like you've mastered the art of detachment and not giving a fuck I, I i feel like i have and then stuff happened i'll be like oh you about to have a back set because i'm about to i don't know i think i don't know i just people i just i don't know people wear me thin don't get me wrong um but my reset i go home i do what i want to do i lay on the couch i watch tv i eat what i want to eat move around how I want to move around. I just, I know that um, I'm an introvert, so my battery gets drained, mm. you know, with social interaction. And mm. I know when I need to take a reset. Gotcha. But um, just with people just being, like doing stuff and being like, cause I worked all my jobs at customer service jobs. And they say, you know, <laughs> the, the best, the people that are best at customer service are the people that don't like people. Mm. But I think it's just because we know how to turn it on and off. And it's not to say that we're fake. Like if people see me working when I'm at Delta, they be like, is that you? Like, yeah. for real? Yeah. They'd be like, yeah. you know, sometimes I do love, you know, meeting new people and getting to talk to them. And, you know, meeting people is very interesting. You get to hear a lot of stories. You mm -hmm. talk about, you know, different things. You get to meet different types of people. Mm -hmm. But when I'm shutting down, I'm shutting down. Yeah. Like, I can't, I can't keep going. Yeah. So, I, feel you. I, feel I don't know. You. I guess I just know my limit. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Hell, they ain't paying my bills. What they get me upset for? That's true. That's true. That's true. I guess it's my like codependency issues. Yeah, yeah. And my empath issues. Well, I consider myself to be an empath, but I just—I mean, I, I just—I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out a way to explain it. I, I'm a—I'm very empathetic. I'm super empathetic, like which is why I don't watch the news and because I mean I start crying like it's my family. That's running. what I'm saying. But I just—you uh... know how to like you said redraw. Withdraw back to your quarters. Yeah. And and recalibrate and reset. Yep. And yeah. Mm. 
my therapist is uh where I'm practicing grounding techniques. Okay. So of course with grounding techniques, you have to practice at them because you know when you bitches are in therapy and you get these revelations. Oh, this is how I can handle this. It mm-hmm. makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. But then when you get cut off in traffic and you automatically want to drive beside that person and cuss their ass out. Yeah. Count to ten, ain't gonna fucking help me. Yeah, and see stuff like that don't even get me upset. Like. I think of somebody riding a car with me and somebody cut me off and I'd be like, that's why you shit fucked up now. And I can keep it moving. Like, I don't even like get upset about somebody who can't drive. I'd be like, girl, like turn on your blinker or drive. Like I may sound like that, but what if it's something that someone does that triggers you? What? So say for instance, they know about it. Uh, I don't know. Say, uh, I don't know what it is. But say something that say for instance, something, I don't know. So you mean like trigger me like emotionally? Mm, like trigger you trauma emotionally. trauma that happened in the past? Yeah, and... that's why I'm trying to deal with like grounding techniques with that because I'm like, you know, the things that I learned, I'm like, they, you, I have to practice at them yeah. for them to become like a safeguard for me. Yeah. But I'm like, shit, I try, I, I was good at therapy. I was like, oh my God, we were actually doing the techniques and I'm like, wow, this is really good. Motherfucker, I'm not finna breathe and my fucking family fucking a family member is getting on my fucking nerves and I'm like, I have absorbed that and I'm mm-hmm. like, these grounded techniques, I'm like, okay. You just gotta practice at it just like going to the gym and building a muscle. You mm-hmm. gotta keep on doing it mm-hmm. and after a while, you know, you won't be hurting every day all the time. Like, yeah. so it's like, shit. Yeah, that actually, Healing. that just happened. Um, I just, I was triggered. It's been about a week now. Mm-hmm. Um, from a traumatic situation from mm-hmm. my past mm-hmm. and the person that triggered me had no idea that that had happened to me didn't really I mean of course didn't know that it was going to trigger me when the situation happened but um what I had to do was I like stopped and well the first thing I said was I didn't like that like I had to make it known mm-hmm. that you did something that I didn't like and I had to tell you that I did not like right. that and then once I was able to process, I stopped and I said, we had a conversation about why I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Why was it a trigger for me? What happened without giving too much information? What happened mm-hmm. that made it a trigger for me? Mm-hmm. Um, and also expressing that, you know, it's not your fault. I'm not blaming you. You didn't know that it was going to happen. What right. you said really wasn't that bad. Right. It was because something else had happened to me prior. Mm-hmm. So I'm not putting the blame on you. I'm not like, you know, reassuring the person mm-hmm. that it's not you. Mm-hmm. I know it's a me thing and that I have to self-talk through situations because I used to be the type of person that if something bad happened to me or I was triggered, I would keep it in mm-hmm. and it would just make it 10 times worse when it finally came out. Yeah. So I'm working on being able to express myself in the moment mm-hmm. of something happening. Gotcha. So I think that's really, I mean, that's something I'm working on too. Like you say, you're working on being grounded when somebody's making you mad and they're doing something to you. Mm -hmm. And it's like, without you going off in the moment, Mm -hmm. you have to figure out the grounding. Mm Whereas I already got the grounding. I just have to figure out Mm -hmm. how to stand up for myself in the moment. Gotcha. Gotcha. So uh, responding versus reacting. Exactly. You got to see. That's wild. Yeah. Oh, isn't it a cute dance? I know. You gotta learn. I know, because it's- normally I feel like in that situation I probably would have just went off. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Like, why are you why are you talking to me like mm-hmm. that? Why would you say that? Mm-hmm. Like, but I knew that the situation had nothing to do with him. Mm-hmm. So I had to first tell myself, why are you triggered? Right. What made what he just say trigger you? That's right. And then I knew I could have a conversation back. And it helps so much okay. when the person you're trying to have the conversation with understands that. 
you know, where you're coming from. Yeah. Like, they want to take the time to understand that mm -hmm. you're not blaming oh, them. That's, oh, that's And beautiful. then let me just hear where you're coming from and why it's tricky. I didn't mean to trigger you. I'm sorry. You know, that kind of thing. That's so, beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. Shout out, for you. Shout out to you for doing the work. I know. He was like, you been to therapy? I was like, yeah. He mm -hmm. said, I could tell. Mm -hmm. He said, every word you're using is like therapy words. I was like, oh, I've been to therapy. Like, yeah, it cost to be the boss. Yes. <laughs> yes, I have. That is beautiful to be able to, that's beautiful to be able to do that and learn that and evolve and do all of that other yeah. stuff like that. That is good. That's yeah. really good. You know, I'm trying. Pat myself on the back. Y'all niggas need to do that. Yeah. No, it was cool. No, I'm, just, I'm just glad for, I, I was telling Fred, I'm just glad I stood up for myself in the moment and I didn't wait to harbor on it you and get mad about it mm -hmm. and then try to go back and send it myself and then it was an argument that's you know? right so that's right but yeah but i think that we should wrap this episode I up know. because we have made our time what yeah. we'll do is just keep sitting here talking and talking and talking yeah. and talking but we love you guys and we hope to see you next week on another episode of misunderstood make sure you comment like and subscribe and send in those strawberry letters we'll see you next week bye, bye.